shame. It's I, Uncle Touchy. <laughs> Welcome to the monastery of the hard touch. Is this where we do the ASMR episode where we do this just really whisper quietly into the mic? No, we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that doesn't pick up after editing. Oh, it's good. the first time you picked up anything. (laughs) How do, mellow listeners, and welcome to this zentastic episode where the dogs cry. This is the Disinformed Podcast. I am Master Shane. I am Masturbating. (laughs) I am... Watching eagerly. (laughs) I don't know. I am opening my mouth in anticipation of a reward. (laughs) My name is. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, uh, so wholesome family content. Yes, that's. Oh, this is not wholesome. All the holes. All the Uh, everywhere. Oh, actually. Every single. Gaping wholesome family content. Okay, that's actually that's that's a good that's a good sieg. Um, <laughs> it's a Freudian sieg, apparently. Can yeah. I ask one quick question before we get into the into the midst of this nonsense? Sure. So I have been moving furniture in a four story library for a week. I have doubled the amount of time that I would normally be walking in a day, so I am now floating at around like twelve miles to 14 miles a day. Nice. Lugging furniture. So that's where my energy level's at. The hell's your excuse, white bread? <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> You're yawning every three minutes. My grandmother is more awake than you and she's dead. Is she single? <laughs> <laughs> she is technically, but I mean, my grandfather's dead um, too. I, 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 uh, I work today on my feet God. all day. I mm-hmm. ran... Uh, Four miles yesterday and worked like, the ran, entire night. A uh, clan rally. Um, <laughs> hey, I have, a, I have a counter question for you. Okay. Um, what is this sound? Is it people fucking? What? That's your wife taking a shit. <laughs> Why? Zool? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, the nasal on it. It's so good. Uh, that was actually Dog a licking video of you genitals. having sex with my mom. <laughs> that is the sound she makes. No, no, but seriously, that was Michael having sex with you. Okay. I have a that was a pug. It's never happened. I love that band. <laughs> Devi- <laughs> I think it's Deviant Septum is what it's <laughs> What the fuck are we talking about? Me talk- dripping hot wax onto your mom's back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she is a wild one. She is. Oh. Uh, so, that sounds like that would be in a terrible fan fiction of uh, the story. Oh, man. I would love it if we got fan fiction. Mobius drip. Slow Mobius. Anyway. Um, speaking of terrible fan fiction. Oh my god, I just remembered what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! Shit! I'm so excited now. Wait, I woke up I this. I actually am awake now. Yes. I, I'm ready to get full gof- tent right now. We are John, getting gothic. How thick are we gonna get? So thick. Gothic. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm gonna cover the world's worst fan fiction. And that isn't a exaggeration. If you were to Google search world's worst fan fiction, it will pop up as like the first link is my immortal. Now, Fifty Shades of Grey also counts, yes? Um, I, I'm in the boat that it is fan fiction. It, well, it is still considered. Um, it was written uh, as sort of an attempt to get further into the gratification of Twilight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's so. a. Twilight fan fiction yeah. that was later just readapted. It right. started off as co-opted and then published. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. it was it, the names were changed and everything so that it wasn't a blatant copyright. The names were changed to protect the talented. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So, 
The <laughs> <laughs> Robbie the robot over here is having a great episode thus far. <laughs> Don't stop until I come. <laughs> Is Whoa. that like Dalek sex? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ejaculate! Ejaculate! I am coming quickly! <laughs> Prepare yourself, Doctor! Coming! <laughs> That's more hungry, the monarch, sorry. <laughs> Doctor misses my wife. What, honey? <laughs> I'm so ready to come right now. And it was... <laughs> Speaking of coming, let's get into this. I'm solely about to come right now. Oh, okay. Michael's about to die. I, yes. Whew, okay. Oh, fuck, was it that so, easy? The fan fiction is called My Immortal. Mm. Um, there is speculation that it was named after the Evanescence song. You would assume. Um, I, I would assume, and I definitely I would agree. Um, it is a. It was originally published to a website called fanfiction.net. Uh, between uh, Bullshit. early... No, that is a website. I, it, I'm, I oh, just decided to call my bullshit. Fine. I want to get it out of the way. It's my quota. I actually use that. I actually can talk a little bit about my um, honors thesis. Why are you touching your nipples when you say that? <laughs> <laughs> it was a good honors thesis. Mm, um, it was the best of times. It was the worst thesis. of nipples. Because uh, it actually involved fan fiction. Thesis Christ. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be one of those nights, kids. Sorry. All right. So it was published to fanfiction.net between early 96 and 97. Oh, my stars and garters. Mm -hmm. Ultimately totaling uh, 44 chapters and nearly two, or sorry, 22,700 words. I was about to say, if you said pages, I was going to fuck you. Well, that's still a lot, though. It's, yeah, it's sizable. What was that actually? Because I think my... Jesus, I think the the Goodreads does the year in review thing. I think mm-hmm. did, I think I did fifty two thousand. Uh, no. That's pages though. Oh, sorry, yeah. fucking words. There's no sorry, way. sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Yeah, there's no I, way you uh, just read that. Little. I was coming really hard. I didn't hear. I was gonna say if that would be the longest book in human history, that would be longer than the first episode we recorded today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the forty fourth chapter was accompanied by an author's note explaining that the author was leaving somewhere and the chapter would be uh, would be the last until the author's return. However, no further chapters were written, and it was removed by site administrators a couple months after that last chapter. Um, I was able to... I realized that was echoing. I was able to find a um, repost, and that will actually be in the show notes if you want to subject Ooh. yourself to... This beautiful work of either satire or genuine trash, um, which is actually a major debate amongst scholars of this uh, fanfiction. That was, that was, was actually my... Amy Lee that wrote everything. I was going to say, my high school band was called Genuine Trash. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, to um, describe, or to give context, I'm going to read the first chapter in its entirety. It's only... 17,000 pages. Two paragraphs-ish. Okay. Um, I'm How many ch- words are we going to wager that he mispronounces? What accent are you going to use? I'm going to Senior try and... Pron- Cuck. <laughs> I'm going to try and pronounce it correctly, but I will read all incorrectly spelled words as they're written. Okay. Prove it. So, I will. Okay. I will also state that each chapter <clears throat> would begin with an author's note... I won't be including that because most of it's just saying, stop flaming you preps and stuff like that. She's very gothic and she hated on prep people. Um, stop flaming? As in, uh, You're not put, writing to bad. say that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the early, it was the 90s, so that was, you know, okay. Acceptable parlance. Yes. Patois? Anyway. Bless you. Um, <laughs> hi, my name is Ebony Darkness. There's an apostrophe between dark and this. A dementia raven way, and I have long ebony black hair. That's how I got my name. With purple streaks and red tips that reaches my mid-back, and icy blue eyes like limpid tears, and a lot of people tell me I look like Amy Lee. Author's You're note. fucking with me. No. Anyway, sorry. Uh, that's why I kind of laughed when you said that. Um, author's note. If you don't know who she is, get the hell out of here. 
I'm not related to Gerard Way, but I wish I was because he's a major fucking hottie. I'm a vampire, but my teeth are straight and white. I have pale white skin. I'm also a witch, and I go to a magic school called Hogwarts in England, where I'm in the seventh year. I'm 17. I'm a goth, in case you couldn't tell, and I wear mostly black. I love Hot Topic, and I buy all my clothes from there. For example, today, I was wearing a black corset with matching lace around it and a black leather miniskirt, pink fishnets, and black combat boots. I was wearing black lipstick, white foundation, black eyeliner, and red eyeshadow. I was walking outside Hogwarts. It was snowing and raining, so there was no sun, which I was very happy about. A lot of preps stared at me. I put up my middle finger at them. Hey, Ebony, shouted a voice. I looked up. It was Draco Malfoy. What's up, Draco? I asked. Nothing, he said shyly. But then I heard my friends call me and I had to go away. That was I chapter one. I fucking love it! So let's start um, with what fucking version of Sonic High is this bullshit? Oh, also, this, yeah, this puts Sonic uh, High to shame. Someone really, really ran with the yes and model of, of writing and thinking. Oh like, it's like an improv student on crack. Okay. So I'm going to preface this by, firstly, they wear fucking uniforms at Hogwarts. She right? doesn't. She's a rebel. She doesn't fit in. Shane, God damn. I'm You'll find fit that in. everyone uh, wears kind of clothes like this. It's um, just, you know. And also, Draco is not uh, shy? sheepish no. at all. He's in those things. Yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, okay. So are we calling bullshit on any of this stuff here? Or is it you just gave that unadulterated? Is this a lie episode okay. or are you just presenting this? Oh, there straight? are lies. Okay. I actually already told one. Um a keen person could so she much uh, you know it out pretty quickly. But uh, that she, chapter was completely without lie. So okay, so she actually does say she looks like Amy Lee. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which that's is why I me. thought it was so funny that Gerard Way. That's, that's I was like, that's not even uh, anywhere close to her name. For, I know yes. who it is. It's yeah, MCR, okay. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm but, not a prep. <laughs> Good, because I put my middle finger up at you. <laughs> but her her last her name is Ebony Darkness. Ebony Darkness. That's I think how it I pronounce be, it because I put a pause. I think how the hell would, be, would she be related no, no, to Gerard Way? No, Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven Way. But Holy I think it would be fucking shit. Sorry, guys, you are butchering the pronunciation as usual, Michael. It would, with the apostrophe, be Ebony Darkness. Oh, you know, like, not darkness. It's darkness. So why is it that you always bring us the forty-seven word principle for any of this stuff? So, firstly, it's the you know John Stanley Stanford School of <laughs> Gopher fucking friends and families. The Lee Brass Band. Junior University Marching Band. And now her name is Ebony, Ebony way down my fucking vagina into the darper soles of you're, my bowels. You're giving her way more credit, and you're using way too big of words here. Okay. I'm also just speaking gibberish, Remember, so I'm she's, just joining the vagina. club. vagina. She does not. And there is sex. <laughs> speaking of vagina, what's next? Okay. So, I will give a brief story synopsis, and I'll give little bits... Like, like little story bits in there. Just Give to a little bit of your love to me, yes. yes. The story continues with Ebony entering a relationship with Draco Malfoy. Do they fuck? Who takes <laughs> Ebony mean, just to a fuck. good Charlotte concert in Hogsmeade, and which good, is the uh, village so, outside of So we're Hogwarts. crossing good Charlotte into Hogsmeade. Yes. So um, th- there's no taste in this book. So what about the, <laughs> also, what about the Wicked Sisters? Do the Wicked Sisters not exist? What are you, a prep? I also love that we're co-opting, like, in the Potterverse, they basically make up everything as they do. being unique to them, and she's just plugging in random fucking shit. She's like, essentially going like, yeah, so I don't really like the bands that you chose, JK, so I'm just gonna go ahead and put good Charlotte instead. And I'm gonna wear a hot top at corset, and we're gonna have sax on stage. And so, sax is spelled S-E-A-K-S. You'd even, I'd even get to the sax. I'd even mention how they got to the concert and well, they apparated, obviously. No, yeah, because th- she's um, going to break all the rules, and you can apparate and disapparate on and off of Hogwarts grounds. She took her corset off, and the world went white. Or... 
Draco took her to the Charlotte, uh, to the Good Charlotte concert in his flying black Mercedes Benz. The license plate says six six six. I thought the so license from plate Hogwarts is... to Hogsmeade, which is like a five minute walk, but he's just going to be a fucking dickhead and drive. <laughs> and actually, the license plate said fresh, and there was dice in the mirror. <laughs> You're going back with your auntie. You're welcome. <laughs> I quit this episode already. This fucking woohoo! Oh, I'm sorry. It's woohoo. Woohoo our, me twice. Our, that's our kick-tarted. <laughs> thank you. Woo-hoo. I'm going back uh, on my anti-judgment thing here. I love this. Give me more. Woohoo! <laughs> After the concert, they sneak off to the Forbidden Forest where they have sex, and I'm going to read that. Draco leaned in extra close, and I looked into his gothic red eyes. He was wearing color contacts. Gothic. Which oh, revealed so much depressing sorrow and evil evilness. And there then suddenly, go. I didn't feel mad anymore. Give I think because he pissed her off somehow was there. I don't know. Well, they were at a good Charlotte concert. <laughs> yeah, I don't see how bad. you leave happy. Oh, he was upset because she was attracted to the lead singer. And he was, no, he was attracted to the lead singer because he's bi, and she thinks, the author thinks, gay guys are hot. Okay. Cool. Anyway, so he was, she was upset that he thought the singer was attractive or something. Anyway, and then, suddenly, just as I, Draco kissed me passionately. Draco climbed on top of me, and we started to make out keenly against a tree. He took of my top, and I took of his clothes. I even took of my bra. Then he put his thingy into my you-know-what, and we did it for the first time. I took of. (laughs) Okay, now let's also... Sorry, guys, I'm going to take of. (laughs) So, no one has ever been turned on after a good Charlotte concert. So this one, we're already straining credulity to make this My happen. mom wouldn't even put out to you after a good Charlotte concert. No, and she actually... she would do it for anybody. Yeah, she had you after a good Charlotte concert. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> but, but we're not done. Okay. Oh, 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 I screamed. It's I was magic. beginning to get... <laughs> yeah, that... You know. <laughs> I, had to, I had to think how I was going to read that out. Oh, anyway. oh. It's Friday. Oh! I was, was beginning to get an orgasm. We started to kiss everywhere, and my pale body became all warm. And then, what the hell are you doing, you motherfuckers? It was Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> that was the end of chapter, I think, three. I love him. This is everything. So I hosted open mics for seven years consecutively. And I managed to do all of that with my sanity intact. <laughs> and in 15 minutes, you've brought me to the brink, and I'm prepared to dive off. It gets worse. You say you're taking your last breath? I'm holding my last breath. <laughs> so, Ebony later learns that Draco used to date Harry, uh, or as he calls himself now, Vampire uh, Potter, and becomes so Wait, angry... calls himself Vampire Potter? No, Vampire. His name is Harry Potter, but he calls himself Vampire. No, I guess Vampire Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, becomes vampire so angry Potter. that she, she runs off into the Forbidden Forest. Like you do. Where she meets Lord Voldemort, which I think she spells Vladmort. She, she spells <laughs> everyone's name differently multiple times. I think like Dumbledore, Dumbledore, Dumbledore with a D-O-O-R, Dumbledore. Dumble D apostrophe O E R. Um, snap. Uh, snake. Snap. Uh, Lupin with two Sneaky O's. Snake. Uh, Draco <laughs> with a K. She even spells her name wrong. She spells Ebony a couple of times. Do you ever think this is just like a just really lost girl? Just so much heroin. I think just... it's an episode of Drunk Story Time that went awry. I uh, honestly yeah. am of the opinion that this is a satire and not. Not like an actual well, like she, written on purpose, but we'll we'll continue. We'll continue. She met the Satters in uh, in the Forbidden Forest. No, yeah. she met Lord Voldemort. No, but yeah, she also thing. met the Satires in the in the uh, Forbidden Forest as well. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> who gives her a gun? Fuck you! And demands that she kill Vampire Potter, or else he'll kill Draco. She refuses, but does not tell Draco about it. Put a cap in his ass. Later on. <laughs> Later on, during a band practice, because they had there in a gothic band 
with, uh, I believe, Hermione, who is now called Bloody Mary Smith. What? And then I think Ron, who calls himself Diabolo, is also in that band. But anyway, later on, Draco learns of this encounter and is so angry from being kept in the dark that he commits suicide by slitting his wrists. Okay. He actually doesn't die, though. Oh, I forgot there's lies in this, right? We've missed lies. No. Fuck. (laughs) He actually doesn't die, and this death is considered a plot twist. Because literally a couple paragraphs before, the author mentions that the only way you can kill a vampire is with a, quote, C-R-O-S-S, there's no way I'm writing that, or a stake, spelled S-T-E-A-K, as you do. Medium rare. (laughs) No, my weakness. He slapped me with a rare stake and my soul left my body. (laughs) Um, additionally, he gave me the mad cow. <laughs> <laughs> additionally, Ebony attempts this way out several times during the story with no negative effects on her. She just went into the back of like a, an outback and just slaps herself. <laughs> I'm not worthy. <laughs> I'm so sick of everything. Die already, you silly twat. <laughs> Uh, after her first so-called attempt, which she does after she learns that Draco does this, um, she gets blood all over her clothes, Mm -hmm. so she jumped into the bath angrily, and putting on Linkin Park music at full volume. And then had an orgy with Moaning Myrtle. No. After she gets dressed, which was weird, they she specifies what she puts on, she gets dressed, and she looked out the window, quote, and screamed. Snap was spying on me and taking, and he was taking a videotape of me. And Lupin was masticating to it. <laughs> he was chewing so hard. God, I hate when Snap sees me masticating. <laughs> oh, Snap. <laughs> she proceeds to shoot. She proceeds to shoot him with Voldemort's gun a gazillion times. A bazillion. A gazillion. Oh. A gazillion. Yeah, well, yeah. That I, I get it fucking right. She shot him a quatillion times. Maybe. All right. Across um, the face. Dumbledore and Hargrid came inside, <laughs> where Hargrid, which, to catch the readers up on, was the groundskeeper. Um, he's, like, in his 40s or 50s. Um, hey, Michael. He was de- this is the best topic you've ever presented. You're welcome. He was described as a little Hogwarts student, where he confesses, at, and he then confesses while... Snap and Lupin are busy being dead from being shot. He confesses that he is a Satanist, which she does spell correctly this time. Other times it's a Satanist. Satanist, Confesses he is a Satanist and in love with Ebony. Darkness. Dementia, Ravenwood. Before Ebony can try to slit her wrists again, which she does try. How many times? Uh, I didn't do a kill count there. Um, I could. <laughs> she she blatantly mentions it later on, like because uh, I've read it through like half a dozen times. I haven't read. So this is one recently, of your favorite books of all time. I love it. Um, back when I was with um as a like the first undergrad when I was actually in the band and hung so out I've with never heard people. you wrote. This is yours. This is the lie you wrote. I this. fucking wish. You're down I, with gothicness. I would have taken credit for this so much. But no. So before Ebony can try to slit her wrists again, Vampire has a vision of Draco being Vampire held, Potter. Yes. Being held prisoner <laughs> by Voldemort. Now, a little bit of detail. I didn't write this down, but I remember. Um, so in the books, he has visions of... Um, Sugar like, plums dancing in his he head. Can, well, he can see... Th- Oculumency. <sighs> He can see through his uh, scar. He shares visions. Yeah, I'm reading. I'm rereading the series right now. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot that. Yeah. So that's super. Because you know, I'm, I'm better yes. than, than all mm. of you because I can read a YA novel. What a cuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Cuckleberry he, Finn over here. In, in in detail, she describes, or actually, Vampire describes to her that he used magic to change his scar shape from a lightning bolt to, to a, a pentagram. Cock. 
No. A, a pantygram. <laughs> a pantygram. Yeah, pan- pantygram. I love that um, band. <laughs> you won't get me high anymore. You're done. You're done. So after he is freed, which it takes about a paragraph, um, Ebony and her friends attend a My Chemical Romance concert in Hogsmeade. Oh shit, there's just so many dope tours going through Hogsmeade. But the surprise twist is the members of MCR are actually Velodemort and the Death Dealers. <laughs> spelled with two E's. Velodemort. Stop! The early years. And as this is going on, suddenly... A gothic man, a gothic old man gothic. flew in on his broomstick. He had long black hair and a long black bread. He was <laughs> wearing a black robe that said Avril Lavigne on the back. Oh, snap. He, he shotted a spell at Vlodemort and Vlodemort <laughs> ran away. It was Dumbledore. <laughs> The next day, Dumbledore gives a gothic makeover to the Hogwarts Great Hall as well, instead I, of just himself. I Dumbledore you. <laughs> but Ebony feels that he is. <laughs> Ebony feels he's a poser. Oh, oh shit! Given the quote, pastors of poser bands everywhere, like Ashley Simpson and the Backstreet Boys. Hey, I will not let you besmirch the good goddamn name of Ashley Simpson. If you want her autobiography, baby, just ask me. Yeah, I just quoted a fucking Ashley Simpson song. Go, get it out. I worked in a record store when she was putting stuff out. I was subjected to it. You... Um, that's copyright. No, it's not. It's like three seconds. Uh, We're not going to live through this, folks. I'm sorry. This is our suicide note. Oh, this is better. Okay. Also, at some point during this, Lupin, who isn't dead. You mean Lupin? No, yeah. I, I actually, I can't remember if she spelled it right this time. I don't think she ever spelled it right It's Lupine. Little Latin loopy loo here. She go, uh, he goes to Ebony and asks for condemns. Condemns a condom, <laughs> and is later found by Ebony in an empty hall doing it with Snape with Dobie you mean the Snap? Elf. No, I uh, probably I'm summarizing at this point. Um, with Snape with with Dobby the house elf watching. Is he jerking off? No, they're doing it. Oh, we mustn't touch it. Oh, okay. oh, Dobie. No, yeah, he's cussing. So it's it's watching. Ebony and Snap. Doing no, it. no, no, no. Ebony Lupin watches Lupin and or Lupin and Snap doing it. Doing it while Dobby or why Dobby earns Dobby, the sock. Dobby the, <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't have condemns, so okay. You mustn't come in Harry Potter. <laughs> That's Vampire Potter. You yeah. mustn't come in Vampire Potter. Um, so, that's about the first half of the story. We're about Jeez. around chapter 20. Jesus Christ. What, do you need a, do you need a sponsor break? <laughs> Actually, yeah, this could be a good point for a sponsor break if you want. As Shane slowly is dying. I brought the Snape up out of my system. Ugh. Oh, God almighty. <laughs> I'm not going to make it this through this one, This is the best kids. kind of rough that I've ever had. And I've had sex with Shane. That wasn't that rough. <laughs> Why? (laughs) This is very appropriate to get into our sponsor for this week, which is uh, another John-inspired recommendation here. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. This is, uh, we are brought to you, in part, by Blotbucks. That's B-L-O-T-B-U-C-K-S. Do you realize that we are, right now, living in the Jetsons-like future? Hmm? Truly. You can send digital photos of your naked form to someone several continents away from you this instant using a handheld electronic device if Dobby is holding it and watching you with Snap. I mean, doesn't that sound like the start of a zany Star Trek episode to you? But I'm sorry to say, there exist some greedy Gusses who refuse to show their digital naughty bits without some financial remuneration. Lucky for Wes... For Wes... Lucky for, for us, us. Uh, lucky for Snap and Lupin, we have Blotbucks. 
Now, if you want to electronically explore every inch of a naked form without alerting the person who paid the bills in your house, then the blot will let you determine the name of the corporation who will fictitiously bill you for services rendered. Wink, wink. Your monthly statements then corroborate whatever cockamamie story you need to concoct to fool your overbearing parents, jealous partner, or needlessly restrictive workplace. So if you want to watch luscious Lucilla shake her jumblies for $40 a month on Patreon, charge it to Ted's Auto Supply and say you needed new shocks for your car. We'll filter your money in ways that would make Congress blush. So just select one of our generic businesses from our drop-down menu, list the URL where you actually want your money to go, and we'll send it along. We cover all your iniquities, and you get what you want, guilt-free. It's a win-win. Now, we charge a paltry 22% service fee for all transactions, but isn't that worth it for your own personal peace of mind? And plus, disinformed listeners also get three free transactions when you download their app at uh, blotbucks.co slash idiot. Blotbucks. It's our little secret. Thank you, Blotbucks. I really appreciate it. And uh, you know who also appreciates it? Uh, all of... My favorite Instagram accounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are really, really appreciate the support of Blotbucks. Uh, no, don't you mean that uh, Joe's Auto Supply and Ted's Taxidermy and Michael's proper pronunciation firm? Pronunciation firm. <laughs> they <laughs> all appreciate your support. Yeah, that's exactly that's, uh, that's exactly what I said. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. And you have bought seventeen copies of my Immortal Online, from what I understand. Oh, to absolutely. To distribute to your friends um, and family. It's so that I can have a copy for every room in my house. Mm-hmm. And then also for every room that I frequent uh-huh. outside of my house. Yeah. That's why Dobby's watching you. Dobby's so speaking watching. of uh, condominiums. So. They're condemned. The last half of the story gets a bit disjointed and no. very confusing. So I'm going to pass quickly over it instead of reading it in more detail. I the Passover. Ebony begins having mysterious visions to which no. she confronts. Professor Sinister, who is a combination of two minor professors that I don't care to remember. I think it's Sinistra and then Triali. So it's Twisted Sister? Yes. All right. Um, After gazing into a black crystal ball, she is told she must travel back in time to stop Tom Riddle from becoming Voldemort by seducing him. I don't know who Voldemort is. I thought it was Voldemort. Sorry, Voldemort. It was probably Voldemorty. Voldemata. Yes. Um, Excuse you. Arriving in the past, she meets the young Riddle, who calls himself Satan, but he is also mistakenly referred to as, in the stories, Tom Anderson, Tom Bombadil, and Stan. <laughs> Stan. <laughs> hail Stan. Hail Stan. Hail Stan. Oh, hail. Uh, Stan is in a band with James Potter, Harry Potter's father. Uh, Cerverus Snape, Cirrus Black, and Lucius Malfoy. Now, readers may know that um, Tom Riddle was a child in the 50s, and they weren't. So, the author does a little bit, they, she mentions something like, ignore the time thing. Oh, well, thank God. At least <laughs> yes, we have yeah. an asterisk. Mm-hmm. There is also an unexpected cameo by a gothic Marty McFly who gives Ebony a... <laughs> the flying fuck. <laughs> and I do remember that, and I, that was my same reaction. I was like, what the fuck? She uses a pensive? Pens- uh, a I pensive? Think that's, I, yes. No, no, I think that's how she spelled it. Okay. A pensive. A pen, um, P-E-N, To travel S-I-V. back in time, but that's only one no. way, so she can't travel forward. That's so, Marty McFly, who's gothic, arrives and gives her a black DeLorean time machine, which is able to transform into an iPod. I don't think you're supposed to say that anymore, Michael. <laughs> which allows her to travel forward in time. Hey, I hate to tell you, but I, I really don't know why I brought this back here, because you're fucking nuts, but go take this to the Vampire Potter. Yeah. What the um, fuck? It's a gigawatt! <laughs> Eventually, Ebony brings Satan forward in time, um, finds Draco and Vampire, captures Lupin, and they proceed to have a foursome in the Hogwarts Great Hall while taking turns torturing Lupin because they are, and I quote, sadists. (laughs) 
<laughs> same, girl. Same. During their moment of climax, Snape flies Draco's black Mercedes Benz through a window, which you remember from the beginning. <laughs> it all ties together. <laughs> While the other three, so that is Vampire, Draco, and Ebony, put on their clothes, Satan morphs into the present-day Voldemort. This leads into a confrontation between the forces of good and evil in the Great Hall, in which Professor Snape threatens to Draco if Ebony does not stab Harry slash Vampire. Okay, story- now, not to disrail you here, because that's uh, you had a good thing going. I want, is this the worst use of bullet time you could have ever had in the course of any sort of film? When <laughs> So you said during their climax... Snape drives the Mercedes through a window. <laughs> so is he mid-squirt and then somehow <laughs> runs over and jumps in the car, throws it in no, the gear, and he's like, ah! Snape isn't in there. Well, Snape, I, Snape just appears. Snape yeah, well, wasn't part of it. He pulled out. Of course he wasn't in there. Uh, uh, like, okay, so that he... How are they then stopping to put their clothes on? Um, because so, he takes his time. That's the bad bullet time. He he slow motion so flies like, through. Flies through a window. Pulls <laughs> the thing to a stop and says, go ahead and get dressed. I'll wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll fight in a minute. Dun, we'll be, put your wands dun, away dun, and get your wands out. Dun, dun, dun. That's when Satan becomes President Voldemort. Oh my. Yes. President Voldemort? <clears throat> yes. Uh, the story ends ambiguously between with a shootout between Snape and Draco. Snape with guns. Threatening, yes. They, and somehow during this, yes, because they have guns, they have guns. They do use guns. That's what yes. I say. It's just <laughs> Snape oh my sprinkled cupcakes. Ebony to reveal her sex tape, and Ebony firing off an avocado. I'm not going to pronounce avada kedavra. Thank you. Okay. Um, the killing curse, but she spells it abracadabra, <laughs> and that is the end of that. Um, the author seemingly intended for the story to continue, but a message after chapter 44 suggested the opposite. She had to go take a wet shit. <laughs> OMFG, I'm leaving W, which some people think is Dubai. Uh, pretty soon, can't wait. This will probably be the last chapter till I come back. Why do you sound like a Kennedy? <laughs> come back. Yeah, that's actually kind of interesting. So be- probably be the last time. Uh, come back. Come back. Because I'll be back. Every two out of three words is spelled incorrectly. Uh, this suggests that when she returned from wherever she went, she intended to add more. Seizureville. Yes. So. My Immortal was published under the username XXX Bloody Wrists without the W. 666XXX. All capital X, by the way. And the and the author also used the name Tara Gillespie. The author's notes in the story identified a friend nicknamed Raven, operating under the username Bloody Tears 666, as the work's editor and beta beat beta. Beta? Beat beta. No, beta. Beta, beta, beta. Beta. Beta's better. Beta. Beta. Beta! Beta cup. (laughs) Beta mail. A beta reader. There was a falling out between the two about halfway through the story, with the author exacting vengeance on Raven's character, Willow, who was introduced in chapter two. So we just went coheed on this and the writers talking to the characters? No. She kills. Okay, so essentially, Raven, who is her friend, has a character in her story. Rock on. Willow. Yes. So when they have a falling out, when Raven and Tara have a falling out, uh-huh. she exacts vengeance on Willow. She gets expelled, and Hermione, who I mentioned his name is but Luddy, Mary Smith, thank you for the apostrophe, that makes it a lot easier to read, um, then murders her off screen, mentions it offhandedly, uh, and then allows Lupin to have sex with her corpse because he's a, quote, neck <laughs> Then, later on, when Tara and Raven become friends again, Willow just reappears like nothing ever happened. The true identity... Identity? The true identity... I'm, I'm now... My name my is Identity Hugh There's only Morris. one more point, or one more part, I swear, and it won't take long. Okay. The true identity... Famous last words. Right. <laughs> 
The true identity of the author became subject to wide speculation, Mm. and since the publication of the final chapter, various individuals have claimed to have either written the work in jest or as a hoax. Uh, Due to its systematically terrible quality, where pretty much every single trope that you see in a bad fan fiction is visible and prevalent. Multiple times. Yes. Um, because of its systematically terrible quality, the work is often believed to be a satire or parody of fan fiction, which is the camp that I'm in. Okay. So. Because it is hilariously bad. I, so I think I mentioned it on the Google Doc. And before I get to the last part, I want to say, if there is enough interest in this, Mm. I would have no problem with if we ever get Patreon or mm-hmm. some other funding like that, if there is ever interest for that, having a Patreon reward where I and you guys can, if you want, do a dramatic reading of a couple chapters of My Immortal. Down. I, I would totally be game for this, if only because I <laughs> want to hear how many times you mispronounce the words that are misspelled. <laughs> but yeah, I would love Double to do Jeopardy. that. Cool. <laughs> So now the other another thing I will mention for that is I want to do a rousing round of like being boozled with you bastards at some point as well that we film. Uh, if you're not familiar with the being boozled, uh, there are several YouTubers that have been doing this that I've caught. So you can look this up, but they are jelly bellies that have random flavors. And this is related oh. to what we're talking about because it's kind of the birdie bots, every flavored beans inspired mm-hmm. bit. So they have flavors such as your regular standard operating fare, bubble gum, uh, blueberry lemonade, things like that. And then they have similar flavor, or I should say similarly colored beans with different flavors. So there will be dirty dishwater and toothpaste barf, uh, dirty diaper, Shit. Spoiled fish. Like, uh, spoiled, curdled milk is another one. So, you then have to spin a little wheel and select one of the beans of the color, and it's the Sophie's choice. You, you may get a good one, you may get a bad one, and you just have to live with the consequences. I like that. Yeah, Yeah. so we'll torture ourselves on camera, and that'll be another thing that we can do to kind of make this interesting if we actually get to that. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. That'd be fun. I have eaten every flavor already, and I can tell you, you're in for a treat. Yeah, because I love the... There will be when I'm finished with that. (laughs) All of them. (laughs) Anyway, continue. Um, So, I'm going to talk to you, I'm going to learn you, about an author of young adult novels named Rosie Christo, or Rose. Rose, that's that's how you pronounce Rose it. Christo. Ro- them Rose Christo. I had me a Rose Christo the other day. They put too much powdered sugar on it. And I actually remember the uh, parts of this as they happened, because this happened in 2017. Oh. So, in 2017, Rose Christo began writing a memoir of her alleged experiences as a Native American child in the New York foster care system titled Under the Same Stars, the Search for My Brother, and The True Story of My Immortal. The memoir details the period of time during which she allegedly co-wrote My Immortal. So, I'm squeezing, because this was like, this could have been its own thing on its, because it was a big deal. Um, around September, Christy, Christo stated on her Tumblr account, if you guys know what Tumblr mm-hmm. is. Oh, the sorry. goths just love that Tumblr. Goths. Yes. Christos. <laughs> Just a garbage person today, sir. He is the now uh, sound effects guy. I'm just going to add a John ism here. I'm not going to burp, but I'm going to. No, you forgot to uh, bang on the. Just go ahead. I think we're done. There, we've okay. gotten it out of our system. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Anyway, I'm sitting down on this chair. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We are children. By September 5th, Christo stated on her Tumblr account that she co-wrote My Immortal and that she had provided proof, said proof being the email address with which she created the fanfiction.net account, and a flash drive containing chapters 45 to 60. Ooh. The unedited chapter. Yeah, Plot the, thickens. Right. 
to her publisher, which was later reported by BuzzFeed. On September 7th, BuzzFeed published her first official statement as the alleged author of My Immortal. She said of her decision to publicly identify herself as the co-author, I would never have come forward about My Immortal if not for the fact that it coincided with the things that happened to me as a teen. And I'm so happy I said coincided correctly. Mm-hmm. I like... Uh, I celebrate hey, the You know, a little bit coincided. Happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. BuzzFeed, with Christo's permission, also released the unedited versions of chapters 45 to 60, wherein, during... And this is a quick summary. During the final battle between good and evil, the cliffhanger at the end of chapter 44, as you know, Ebony is shot with a bullet by Voldemort. As she Blurting lay there dying, dying, the battle stopped since everyone essentially had confessed love for her at some point or another. <laughs> she then began to incinerate, eventually turning to ashes. Then, a flash of light emanated from her body, temporarily blinding everyone. Upon regaining their sight, everyone saw that their goth clothes had been replaced with their normal canonical attire, and that they were no, un- no longer under the spell of the author's gothic curse. They all agreed to remember that day, and all became friends. Even Voldemort, for he had seen the most madness, being someone who was seduced and then dragged into the future by Ebony. Mm-hmm. Say what? Later that month, <clears throat> a forum post on a 4chan-esque image board, I think it was called Kiwi Farms, um, by Christo's brother, the subject of her memoir refuted several of Christo's claims in the upcoming memoir, including those of their ancestry and shared childhood history. The memoir was subsequently cancelled by her publisher after an investigation found factual errors in her narrative. Christo stated that these errors had been purposefully made in an attempt to protect her family's identity. In which case, why would you write a memoir in the first place? Christo's brother has additionally said that he does not know if Christo wrote My Immortal and that she enjoyed ridiculing ridiculing badly written fan fiction. Christo confirmed via Tumblr in October that her real that her original name was Teresa Rose and you pronounce that really long Greek word. Christodelopoulos. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Ah, you're an expert in nameology. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, John Bagel. Cream cheese. Sweet love. She confirmed that her name was that. Confirmed her brother's identity, so backed up what the brother's post said. But also disagreed with a few of his claims and reiterated her claim that she was one of the authors of My Immortal. She then closed her Tumblr account a few days later. Mm. And that is my story. So she... The bio claimed she was a Native American. Mm-hmm. And now she's Greek. Where are the lies? <clears throat> Tell me the lies. Tell that me about we are the lies, human, That we're human beings and that we subjected so ourselves are, to this. I just want to make sure that 37. I'm counting correctly. There are only two lies. Okay. Yes. You and so, I did some seeding today, sir. I, I'm surprised. I, I, try, I should have made it a little bit more obvious, but I originally wrote, The work was published to fanfiction.net between early 96 and 97. Okay. Were there any, like... Prior to any Potter books being published? Essentially that. Okay. Gothic culture as it was wasn't really a thing. Um, it was... Well, sorry, I'm not a fucking historian on Gothic culture, you piece of shit. I honestly thought that you were a goth in high school. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would have been of when we were in high school. Now, technically, though, there is... Uh, the modern equivalent of Gothic culture did not exist, but we did... Hold on. John. Here's the thing. John is like so adept at pulling out now (laughs) after years and years. He's managed to do it three to four goddamn times while we're recording this. So I think we've, we've escalated really well. Want me to do it again? Please. Let's, let's derail this for another hour. I said, we'll we'll start over. (laughs) So my immortal. Okay. Yes. Written by Amy Lee. Yeah, no, no. Darkness. <laughs> no. Uh, Written yes. by Krista Kufos de Papalus. Yeah. Yeah. So, the lie, 96, 97. Okay. That's what I was trying to say. So. Oh, yes, yes, yes The yeah. point I was getting to, um, there a lot of the contemporary movement in gothic culture started with Hellraiser. 
oddly oh. enough. Uh, at least as far as like heavy scarification, uh, extreme body piercing, things like that, mutilation, stuff like that, kind of based on the Barker-esque school. So there's a bit of that there that's informed by also punk rock stuff. So some of this played in and then your satanic cultures, but yes. Speaking to what you're talking about. Okay, okay. When did Hellraiser come out? I can't uh, Hellraiser was late 80s. 70s. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh. When it, it was initially sort of thrown into the loop. So. Shit. Yeah. Well, I can tell you um, Good Charlotte and MCR were probably not a thing in the mid-90s. In the 90s, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I mean, you also threw that like right at the beginning, so it, we hadn't hit the wall yeah, of absurdity yet. That's fair. I, so, I mean, it, yeah, we weren't as dialed into paying attention, and then once you started whipping the other nonsense at us, I mean, yeah, there's just no way this was going to fly. Speaking so. of nonsense, um, there's no chapters 45 to 60. Okay. Uh, it, the flash drive contained the first 11 like unedited that. chapters. Okay. You bitch. You knew that. <laughs> Anyway, he said he but, said he liked that. Oh, like that. Well, that story that I wrote, part of that was actually based on a chapter in the um, story. Okay. So chapters thirty nine and forty, um, an alleged hacker broke like he broke her password. You know, hacked into the main okay. thing, whatever, right. and then wrote sections, wrote a part where essentially. It was after Ebony got shot during a concert in the past, and she was somehow teleported in the future, whatever. But as she gets shot, she pretty much is like, uh, Satan is crying over her corpse or her body, and she's like, no, I must be the noble Mary Sue. And so, for the listeners at home, Mary Sue is kind of a derogatory statement for fanfics. Uh, it's essentially a character that has no negative qual- qualities, it's that they can do nothing wrong. It's it's never a compliment to call a character a Mary Sue. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example of a Mary Sue. It's essentially a character that has no negative things. Okay. Like there's there's nothing interesting about this character in it's that just wooden. In that they're best at everything. They do everything right. Kind of like how one a dimensional would write a story where like they're the superhero and no matter what, like, Oh no, I have that superpower. I can, I can do that. Okay. There's no conflict in that. So uh, Cartman, when everyone's pretending to be ninjas on South park. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yes. So that, um, then she dies and then they all become aware that, Oh, Oh, they actually, they, as the flash of light blinds them, their gothic clothes fall off and they're wearing their canonical clothes. And then they sing, ding dong, the witch is dead. Then they realize that, you know, they're can't, how they behave canonically. Then they have a great battle, um, where Voldemort and Harry start shooting each other with their wands. And then because this alternate author likes shaking things up and not doing things by canon, uh, Hermione and Draco run off and get married. And that is how this guy ends that. Okay. So I wanted to end something close to that. Um, then there's actually an ending sequence after that that shows Ebony in hell wearing prep clothes and <coughs> removing them only shows more prep clothes underneath. <laughs> yes. Um, those are my two lies. And I'm going to go kill myself. Thanks. Yeah. Just don't, uh, as long as you, if you're a vampire, it's with a C-R-O-S-S, because I'm not going to say that. And a well-done steak. Uh, <laughs> medium medium well is okay. Face. Medium well is okay. But raw, no, no, no it doesn't count. So. I... <laughs> and this is your favorite book of all time. You said well, this on air. It's my favorite fan fiction. So You said favorite book of all time. Um, no. Um... That one might have to be the worst uh, Half-Life fanfiction that I've read. Full-Life Consequences. Which I could do a read one day, too, if you guys want. If it's Um, anything like this, you're going to have to keep me away from sharp objects. No, no, it's not as bad. Um, The the best line, though, is, I have to live up to my family name and face full-life consequences. Um, But... (sighs) A little, so one thing that I, I like about fan fiction, and this kind of ties with the, so I graduated from ASU with honors. Allegedly. So you're already claiming you're a fan of mediocrity? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get him, get him so, mad. 
in order to get a H stamped on my diploma, because that's what I consider the honors program to be. Okay. Um, and I'll go on record saying that it's a waste of money, uh, unless you're trying to get like that one edge, like if you're pre-med or something. If you're but edging. John's been edging for years. He's, uh, and I'm Getting not there. helping him get any closer. I'm straight edge. the last time. And how. Um, but in order to get the honors, you have to do an honors project. Okay. And uh, I worked with one professor for two and a half years on some math and physics thing. Uh, and then beginning my senior year, she's like, we're not going to be able to do anything with this. And I'm like, oh, cool. So I had taken a um, sociology and social media class uh, through the Honors College. And that was where I met my professor that I eventually worked. She was my advisor. She does research in fan fiction. Her um, dissertation, actually, and I love saying this, her dissertation to get her PhD was actually investigating the male pregnancy fandom. She actually went to a convention while she herself was pregnant, and a lot of her acquaintances called her a traitor because she was female and pregnant when they were male and wanted to be pregnant. But, so... I had talked, reached out to her about doing an honors project, and being that that was my last year, I had to be a little quick about it, and we talked about doing fan fiction, and there were two choices that we originally were hashing out. Time travel in fan fiction, and then Rule 34 in fan fiction, which, to those that don't know what Rule 34 is, if it exists, there is a porn of it. So, she made the decision that we should do time travel in fan fiction... Not for the reason you're thinking of. The reason she said was it should be at least somewhat relevant to your major, which I understood and I took. But I wrote my fan fiction, or I wrote my honors thesis covering fan fiction of um, My Little Pony, um, Harry Potter, and then a webcomic that I really enjoy called Homestuck. Okay. Well, I mean, you, you went to ASU, so pornography really has appropriate ties to all of the majors. <clears throat> yeah, no there. matter what you do. Yeah, so I mean, you I really actually, could have threaded that in. I Well, yeah, but it was more like fan fiction and how it adapts, like, Rule 34 with characters. Yeah. Um, as an aside, I do know a couple people that were in pornos. Um, <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> they were in the band. Hi, girlfriend anyway. one and two. What? That's true, <laughs> yeah. I actually worked with somebody at Tower Records who then... Uh, Got, well, I, I only like one or two days, but um, she's now currently starring as April O'Neil oh. in adult films for That's those who want to go research that. So, yeah, yeah. Happy nothing, family. Enjoy. The one thing I will end it with is my the crowning achievement of my ASU career. When you graduate, when you walk, uh, graduating from Barrett, when they call your name, they will show your uh, honors thesis title. In uh, our Wells, our basketball arena. So the 30 people before me, their names were like, it was like some biology project, some art project, blah, 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 boring, boring. Then they call my name and then time travel and fan fiction. I got, I think I had my mother or someone take a picture of it and it is honestly the best, like, crowning achievement of my life. I thought it was going to be Michael... My Little Pony and me. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. It's actually but, and I. And I can talk about that in another episode. <laughs> I might actually do that because that actually would be pretty interesting because there's no way that you guys would ever read it. It's like 49 pages You're of right, like I extensive in, yeah, investigation. I almost used uh, My Immortal uh, in my honors thesis, mm. but the time travel mechanics didn't make much sense to me. Because, uh... Well, you need to make sure it's logical. It's yeah. got Marty McFly and a black DeLorean. How does it not make sense? Well, the black DeLorean changes into an iPod. Well, the flux capacitor is what makes time travel possible. Mm-hmm. And the pensive. And a gigawatt. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. A gigawatt. Um, yeah, so that was that was it. Well, thank Elevator you for uh, making me even more unintelligent. So I want to... Crack your skull open and see what's going on in there, Michael. You don't want, want to, to know. What have we done to each other? What do you stand What for? will we do to each other? Thank you, David. That is going to bring this ungodly episode <laughs> of the Disinformed Podcast yeah. to a very glorious close. 
we are going to time travel back to before we recorded this and kill ourselves in protest. <laughs> Anything Please. else we want to add to the record here, kids? Or John, do you want to, you know, pop your microphone stand another four times before no. we get out of here? Anyway, let's get the fuck out. I'm gonna hit puberty for Oh, jeez. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> These have been our longest episodes by far, and they were the shortest topics. And it's also like, you know, John was the least engaged as he's ever been. I take offense to that. I was least engaged. <laughs> I only check you know, my phone every 45 seconds. Time. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here. Find us in your preferred podcast provider. Like, mash the subscribe button as though you wanted, you know, to try to make it stop hitting its microphone stand. And if you dig what we do, rate and review. You can find us on Instagram at Disinformed Podcast. Facebook.com slash Disinformed Podcast is where you will find all our sloppy little updates. And then find us on Twitter at Disinformed Pod. That is going to do it for the Disinformed Podcast this week. I'm Shane. I'm Ebony Darkness. And I'm Dementia Raven Way. We hope that you've all desperately contemplated suicide and stopped at the right time. Thank you for coming. Don't worry. We can time travel back and get before you And Snap might lick it up. 